Hey everyone, thanks for choosing Just Getting Started Podcast. I am your host, Lady Loach, and this is season two. I am so blessed and honored to have gotten this far, y'all. But listen, it's a daily fight to make this content, okay? The content is genuine, it's raw, it's transparent. But the time to put into this, it, it I'm telling y'all, it takes a lot of different edits. It takes a lot of different cuts and I have to start over. But today, I'm leaving everything in this one because I've got something to say. And I want you to know that, of course, we all eventually want to get to this so-called professional level. You you want to get to the goal that you desire. You know, there's a thing where, um, if I get this right, uh, Les Brown, he's a motivational speaker. And um, he's been around for years, it feels like. And he talks about uh, in one of his uh, series where he he demands that you become hungry enough to succeed that's how you know just like when you're hunger in your body for something like an element that you want to eat maybe you're hungry for a specific um you know that's a really hard word y'all like i feel like i've always messed up on that word ever since like they came up with it anywho y'all can laugh at that piece because i know I'm not even going to try to attempt to say it again, but you have to direct yourself to a certain type of food. That's what he's talking about. Like you hungry, so you willing to get how you need to get it so you can eat. That's what he's saying. And that's how um, um, I'm relating to that in this content today, because I want you to understand that your mind has to be healthy. And that your mind, it does hunger after certain things, but it's whatever you've been feeding it throughout the years that you've been living. So one thing I know for sure is that um, I myself, uh, when I was younger, I I faced a lot of anxiety and I had a lot of trauma. And so my brain, um, not really my brain, but almost my thought process kind of mimic that lifestyle, you know, the earlier stages of your life, your brain heart, like, you know, it just really starts developing and you're a child. And if you're in an environment where certain traumas, certain toxic things are happening, it's not a very good foundation for you to develop in. You have to grow up with that uh, inequality or lack of and still be told um, to be a good citizen, to be a, uh, to pay your taxes, to do all these things. But then when you're growing up, you're not seeing that. Um, it is not difficult, I tell you, because there's so many people that have now uh, came out of that situation and you can hear their story. But here's the difficult part. The difficult part is believing that you can do it. You know someone else can do it, but do you believe you can do it? So today's episode is we're going to talk about you can. Okay, so I want y'all to write this in big letters. You can and put it somewhere. I personally have stuff in my office. I'm starting to get things back in my car where I have like little notes and stuff here and there. Or I have like this huge jar. And I'm going to talk about that in my life coaching program. And in this jar, it has a different, um, as a metaphor, basically. 
but it's a it's a way of getting rid of negative thoughts that come against me when I'm trying to do things and I put them in this jar y'all and I use an element like ammonia or um, not really ammonia excuse me like bleach and I'll mix it with the water and the paper that is in there it slowly disintegrates and that is me telling myself that this thought is it's attached to an emotion and that emotion is now disintegrating because the emotions are over here in the jar and now I can just look at my thought process without being emotionally attached this way and the reason why you need to do that I need you to pay attention the reason why you need to do that is because so many so many of us have a base where we are jointly attached off emotions in our in our thought process and our actions reap like the harvest of that and nine times out of ten it is because we're either one overreacting two your emotions are temporary and we do something that is permanent in a temporary stance three your emotions are going to change and if they are regulating your thoughts then you yourself have not even been in control of the thought process Therefore, that leaves you open to be controlled by something else. And I'm not saying like a third element, like another person or some kind of like other stuff. What I'm saying is that your emotions are strong enough to dictate what you want. You know, how you go and you drive around, you want that one certain Chick-fil-A sandwich or you want that Popeye. You're going to go drive all the way to that Popeye's and you get that exact sandwich. Now, here's what I'm talking about. Your thought process says, okay, how do I get there? You got in the car, you do this. Okay, now you're putting it in action. That's the action part. Now you get to there. You ask about the sandwich and they don't have it. Now, the emotional part of you, some people get upset. Some people get uh dissatisfied and angry and you know that they're confused because there's a demand that they hadn't in their mind that they wanted to have in reality but here's the real result often an emotional thing you know i think some people call it emotional eating it, it can it can be considered a very small thing some people just really um don't pay attention but when you put yourself in that position you have to find that this is an element Um, or excuse me, you will find that this is an element that mirrors itself in several other things that you do. Um, And the reason being is because your emotions are the dictator and you are the student, literally, because they do have that much power. That's why when you see a lot of successful people, um, especially African-American men, um, and shout out to all the black African, like just shout out to every black person in America right now especially if you are male just know that we appreciate everything that you do let me tell y'all black men have the most undistinguished um peace you don't hear about them talk about it because it's always assumed that there's something else but black men successful black men even a black man that don't have nothing and um he's um his mind is together, but he don't have much. He's very calm. He's very peaceful. And one thing that um, I've noticed from the black men that I've a- able to see in my life, um, they uh, they approach situations at a standstill point. Their emotions are put away. Their thought process has already gotten to the point and beyond. And now they're just taking action. 
but here's the key they're very observant so yeah they look like they're upset they look like you know there's something going on but here's the thing they're here on the, they're there for a the purpose and black women we know we do the same thing but see we are challenged by our emotions a little bit more because we are emotionally driven so therefore we have to take more time in solitude and say you know what okay i understand what i want to say i understand what i feel i understand what's going on let me breathe okay let me see this is an emotion right let me write this down put that away this is what i need to do all right i understand but this i don't even want to do this right now thought process let me refresh let me renew let me remember let me respect myself in this moment remember that's my four r's and i and i've got to get to the point where i develop me even in trial and tribulations i'm still speaking my truth you know what i'm saying and, and, and i want to tell y'all that's another episode that we're going to talk about speaking your truth and that you don't owe it to nobody and the reason why i say that is because if you walk around here and you don't know yourself and you 28 29 so when you was 25 like me 24 you know you was one of them that you put on a show for somebody else and now all those years you was putting on shows and portraying to be who you said you was now it's catching up to you at this age that you're currently and now when you need your mind to be healthy and when you say i can't you're still battling with i can't i can't is louder than i can it don't matter what nobody else say now because you've told yourself and you've heard i can't so much that now you've owned it this is why i'm talking about this today because there are so many things even if it's a small compliment i i'm telling y'all let me tell y'all a testimony and I still struggle with this on a daily basis, but I've gotten a lot better. I was the person that I could not take a, a compliment from certain, um, from just, from just areas in my life. I couldn't take a compliment. Not that I was cocky or, you know, nothing, nothing like that. I just couldn't take a compliment because I had never heard of them. So I had, I had, um, an idea of a compliment as, um, you were either sizing me up or comparing me or you were looking into detail about me and I didn't need, I needed you to mind your business. So I didn't, I didn't like comments. I didn't like any compliments or anything like that. I didn't, I didn't want you to say nothing to me on that level. And it, because it came out of a broken environment, which I lived in, you know, I was um, a very young kid and I seen so much with my mother and the relationships that she had. And so when a man um, says that you're beautiful and my mother is being told this, but she's also getting smacked and hit. I don't want to be told I'm beautiful because I don't see how this, these two things line up, you know? So I was more of a, um, protector. I was a protector of my mother and I became that way due to the things that she needed protection too. You know, I felt like I had to rise up and be her protection. Of course, that was never my place y'all, but as a child, and your mother's in danger, of course, any kid, I believe, will rise up and feel that way. So I became naturally aggressive in this area, and I was, like, super firm on that, and I was always like that. And um, the biggest thing that kind of caught me off guard is that when I moved into a relationship, and I'm married now, um, I have been and always will be. My husband's amazing. And when I met this gentleman, I still had that value. And when he gave me a compliment I, for some reason with him, I knew he, it was a genuine comment. He, he, he didn't have anything attached to it. He wasn't trying to compare me. He wasn't, and the way he, he, the way I was 
so sensitive in the spirit with God, I could literally feel his intentions and they were greater than what I could see. So at that point, I dropped off that value. But like I said, I struggle with it on a daily basis. Why? Because there's other people that can still give me a compliment and mean something else. I'm going to give you a compliment, but I'm sizing you up. So next time I beat you, you know, certain things like that. And it's like, I don't live in a competitive state anymore. I live to make sure I'm making a difference for my son, to make sure I'm being impactful, intentional, and that um, God is actually getting the glory out of what I'm doing because it's never been about me and that's why I said when I was younger it should have never been about me trying to protect my mother but again I was young I was ignorant to that fact I didn't know what to do but protect her um so long story short in either in either one of those situations about the compliments my understanding was still attached to an emotion my emotion had was based off of a traumatic event where um I had witnessed that you know I was told I was beautiful and things like that I was very genuine in that moment I was like oh thank you so much and that person violated my personal space and ever since then I carried this burden um and I still you know I, I know that God will deliver me from it of of feeling like every person is going to be like this every person and there's certain people that do some people that they just bust your bubble and it's like don't you know about personal space sometimes you know you don't know people's history you know but some people have been in a healthier environment and that's how they grew up where they can just do certain things like that and the biggest thing I feel like again you have to establish that uh, almost like a perimeter so that you can't so it don't be broken if people hear about your perimeter or they hear about the the baselines you have and they cross it anyways that's where you stop and say you know what okay I realize that this right here is no longer this is an associate event okay you're going to be an associate because you can't be no friend and you can't be no no person in my life that has longevity because you don't care about this baseline I have and um that goes back to saying that I can I can be the only person that's doing the right thing you know, because at that time I was the right person. Uh, I mean, excuse me, I was doing the right thing. I just happened to be in a in a spot where this person chose not to do the right thing. And um, I had to really tell myself for years, you know, I can, I can. Because there were so many things that came in my life that I see my mother kind of struggle with. And it beat on her so bad that she never really fully recovered to the point where I seen her say I can. And so I fought so hard, y'all. And it's like a mental thing um, because physically I could achieve, um, you know, in my speech or in my academics or in athletics and all this other stuff. I could achieve, I could achieve. But on a mental level, if I fail even at the smallest thing, if I spelled something wrong, if I didn't know how to spell, if I couldn't read this passage out loud, I got so down on myself and that, that I can't really sung a different melody and it almost became, like I said, a, a dictatorship over me. And my emotions began to super regulate everything. If I got up in the morning, it was like, oh, I'm up, you know, I got to do this again. And many of us say the same thing like that in the morning. You know, many of us may have a complaint or some kind of like, um, just something that sets us off of what we usually um, not even what we usually do, but that's just who, you know, that's how some people say that's just who I am. But there's also uh, another element that you're not taking account of is that you say that's who you are, but there's a, uh, an image that God has for who you are. And the person that you're saying that, sh- that you are, you know, right now in that moment 
don't even have a comparison to what he has because we we want good stuff we we desire to achieve great things but what he has for us is almost I, I can't even give you a word because when he gives it to you half of us go back and ask did you mean to give this you see what I'm saying so when you practice I can't when God says oh you will here it go you still stuck and you and then you probably one you can either self-sabotage two you could be in denial three you could simply just reject it you know uh at you know just reject it at, and you just I want to do it by myself or I do I, I can do it on my own time something like that or here's the last one you become deceitful you'll take it you'll take it and you don't be a good steward of it and then you talk about or you 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 uh you make it seem like you are um you're boasting about it like you figured it out forever and you know just the story doesn't line up for you if that makes if if we look at what you say and what you do they wouldn't be in comparison that's what I'm saying um so now with all this stuff going on with the pandemic and everything I really needed to get on here and tell y'all y'all you can you know in this time there is so much pressure where your personal development is so serious like you have to get in the morning excuse me you have to get up in the morning and tell yourself certain things because when you get out here y'all you're going to see somebody with a mask on that's not going to greet you you're going to see somebody that is uh they ain't got nothing on you know what i'm saying and, and just just being ruthless and rude you're going to come into counter because people are stressed People don't have a security blanket. Um, you know how when you're little, people have that little security blanket or little stuffed animal that's always with them? Some people, when when this whole pandemic came, that thing got sn- snatched away from them. Okay? That little bit of faith of saying that things are going to go back to how they can be, or, you know, how they, w- how they were or how they... It's snatched. So I can't expect an imperfect person to be perfect one. I have to identify where I'm at and make sure I don't add to the chaos. So if I'm going somewhere, I don't need to have to. Um, uh, I don't need to force feed anyone this to say that you can't, you can't, you can't. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, I want you to listen. I'm not force feeding anything. I'm voluntarily giving you some information that I know that I take every day. I go to work. I am a U.S. Army soldier. I see thousands of soldiers on a daily basis, not knowing their personal life and and things that they go in in detail with. I don't know that. But what I do know is that everybody has that point where we are relatable because of struggle. And in the struggle, sometimes, if not all the time, there's a mimicking noise that says, you can't, you cannot get out of this. You will not survive. This is the death of you. You cannot accomplish this achievement you can't um you can't be who they say you to be you can't uh you got promote you know all these things you 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 win but then you question um you're in the position where you should you where you're supposed to be at but then you're questioning how and and what and and, and just certain things and, and it's like we're getting to the point now where i understand that if if I hear I can't I must speak back to it and say I can't and that's what I'm encouraging you to do 
to every listener, to every listener that's going to talk about the podcast to somebody else, share, share that information that you learned that you can. I can look at my thought process. You know what? That means that you're going to have to make an adjustment. That means that you're going to have to sit, sit, sit down and adjust your time and energy because as a leader, those are the most two important things. And when you come back, there's so many things that have changed over time. And um, my thing is that you don't have to be a leader in position to say that you're a leader. Okay? You can be a leader right now in the position you're in and don't have nothing, nobody to lead, nobody following you, nobody nothing. You can be a leader right there where you are simply because of your mindset and the tactical things that you do to lead yourself in whatever execution thing you're doing okay um if you are a person that works out on a daily basis if somebody else joined you and you were the leader of the working out process then of course that means that you are a leader not in all aspects of your life but in this one moment you have leadership skills and you've taken them serious so I'm going to get off of here, but I hope I made a really good point. Um, I want you to know that you can. And in, in the you can, when you hear you can't, speak back to it. Um, I'm such a visual person. You know, sometimes I feel like I have to, like, slap the air around me because, you know, the only thing we can maintain is our atmosphere. And in this state of maintaining, it's almost like your mind becomes uh, shut down to just kind of, like, just keep maintaining how do I keep everything together and this and this and that see when we let go of that control because we can't keep everything together it's like when you see a cluster of clouds did you know that they all started together and because that they have no form or say so on what they do they freely move separately and become different things you know sometimes you can look up in the clouds and you can see an image or a shape or even um animal whatever your whatever your eyes allow you to see you know, or you just see a beautiful sky, um, you know, where it's, when it's clear, all the clouds are gone. But when it's cloudy and you can see different dimensions of the clouds and where they're breaking at. I've always understood that those clouds are so uh, in tune with knowing that they're out of control. They don't try to fight in being in that position. And that's the same way we need to be, especially for us believers. We need to be able to understand that we need to be light, thin, uh when it comes to our mindset and saying that I can't no we need to be it's almost like a cracker as soon as we hear I can't we need to crack that cracker up and throw it away um because we want to be able to hear I can we want to be able to hear I'm accepted and be able to know that I'm accepted be put in a position just like the clouds be put in a position together with people that say and believe I can I will I have God thank you um and then when he puts us in a place where he's beginning to move us, like the clouds, they begin to separate and push out because of the day is coming and the light, you know, the sun's coming up. The light is changing on the clouds. So then you can see a different color and all of these things are happening at the same time. Here's the key. Only one person is real. Well, excuse me. Only one thing is in control. And that's God. And everyone else is just so submissive to that. That's really the I can that I'm talking about. Being submissive to God being uh, uh, observant and reevaluating yourself and understanding where you are and getting around people that say I can getting around people that say I will let's let's work harder let's make a difference here let's be intentional and then 
once you're linked with that person and and you endure whatever you have to endure for a point uh, an appointed time pieces will begin to move and i want you to be acceptable to adjustments and change and being flexible because it doesn't mean that without this person you won't succeed it does mean that with god you will succeed in all things so therefore if things begin to move and it's in his process you just need to trust it and i want you to know that i can literally is the statement for 2020 for all my listeners i can is what we're going to say and that's what we will do and we can uh enjoy the rest of this year and we will and the pandemic is not going to be in our way i love y'all i want y'all to have a blessed one and um I want you to stay tuned in season two. It's really been it's been delightful to be, create all this content. And it's I'm telling y'all, I'm hungry to be uh I ain't even gonna tell y'all what I'm hungry for. But success is already here. I don't need a long story about how um how to get it right, if that makes sense. I'm getting it right by making the mistakes and I understand that. Um, within my mistakes, they're going to make me better. If you're, if you're getting where I'm going with that. So if y'all hear any background noises, it's because I'm in the car and I told y'all I will be on the move all season two. So I record where I can, but I appreciate you and I love you guys. Have a blessed day.